Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Nine Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts, alongside the designer Edwin Tan. Good morning, everyone. That was a bit lag. We just had breakfast, man. Come on. I just had breakfast. You just had breakfast. I had a kopio, uh, which is a uh, for those of you in Europe and uh, in the US, it's a coffee without milk. Uh, so that's a that's a macchiato. No, it's no, it's soft it's, coffee. It's, coffee. It? It's, yeah, just it's coffee. It's local coffee. Anyway, uh, yeah. How's the weekend so far? Good. Uh, not bad. We we went. We yeah, played, we went we played to... game games day yesterday. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that in the show. Uh, so yeah, it's a Sunday morning. Uh, recording and yeah, I'm keeping no secrets. Breaking the fourth wall. You know when we record the show every week. Uh, speaking of which, every week you can find us, uh, you can find this show which is called Power 9 Podcast where me and some friends gather around the table and we talk about the cards that make us crazy in a little game called Magic the Gathering. I'm not sure you know of it but uh, yeah. Uh, so you can find us every week on uh, power9podcast.com. Uh, you can find us on mtgcast.com. You can find us on Stitcher iTunes, uh, whatever your podcast, uh, podcast uh, listening device thing of choice, you probably find us there. Except SoundCloud, I'm not paying extra money for SoundCloud. Damn you! Uh, also, you can uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash Power Nine Podcast, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at Power Nine Podcast. The nine is a number nine. And uh, what else? You can email us power9podcast at gmail.com. Remember, send all your hate mail to uh, that that email address. Anyway, uh, let's start off the show uh, with uh, Games Day. We spend we spend Saturday playing Games Day. I played Standard. Yeah, for the first time, like in the longest time. In the longest yeah. time, and that was horrible. I watched the first game. Yeah. So so let's let's go through like what decks we were using. It's what like I didn't using. know how to play magic. <laughs> uh like uh okay so uh what so what what deck were you using? So I was, I, I saw this um budget build cuz I didn't want to spend money on standard at all. Uh it's a budget Eldrazi Eldrazi build. Uh Basically, it plays Ghost Fire Blades, Endless Ones. Uh, what's the two? The two drop, Forerunner uh, Slaughter. Forerunner Slaughter. Yeah, that, right. that's, that's actually it. pretty good. Uh, it's the Devoid. It's the Devoid deck, right? The yeah, it's a black. Devoid deck. Yes. Yeah, that's so like the, the you have what Vile Aggregate and uh, uh Pia and Kiran Nala. Pia and surprisingly Kiranala. good. Uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, Dominator Drone and uh, the usual red. Uh, spells the wow slash exquisite firecraft just a bit of reach yeah and uh, the one drops there's the sludge crawler the oh, one with yeah. ingest oh that yeah. that card is that card's it's actually interesting and uh, hanger back walker of course do you use the hanger back walkers yeah I, I had them so oh, I yeah, just okay. play with them uh, yeah. so that's that's the only yeah. thing that makes the deck expensive expensive right? yes exactly uh does it have fetch lands, the battle lands? Oh yeah, there's fetch lands, but I already had the fetch lands, so oh, okay. and some of the battle lands. Okay, mm. so it's a it's an aggro deck. I mean, like it's 
Yeah, but it's an aggro deck. But I was watching you play, and you so, were, hmm. you know, play play First too much time of that. Playing Greeks. magic. Yeah, yeah play too much of that Greek six delver. Oh, I'm gonna swing him with a one five. So so the guy. So this is the situation. Across the board, the guy's playing uh, ally. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's Mardu, Mardu allies, Mardu allies. Mardu allies. Mardu allies. Uh, it's a Mardu rally ally deck. Very, very interesting. Very interesting deck. Um, so he's got a Drana on board, uh, and our friend here has a Ghost Fireblade in hand. Um, with the one one. Uh, with the with the vile aggregate. Yeah. yeah. So it's a one five. No, so it's not. It's not the vile aggregate. It's, it's vile aggregate. Is it one five? Yeah. Okay, so okay. it's a one five. And then he tries to swing in with it so without I, casting and equipping the ghost fire blade yeah. first. So uh, I'm I'm in my head. I'm thinking, okay, so you definitely have a wild slash because I know you got a ghost fire blade in hand. Uh, so you just drew a wild slash probably. <laughs> so my idea was that to lure the guy into blocking and wild slashing Indrana. Too much. Too much, too much Delver, thinking, yeah. yeah. Too much Delver. Who are you so, trying to? Who are you trying to bluff? Like this, you're you're playing a, you're playing an aggro deck. Like just be aggro. Everything, everything in the aggro deck is, or seventy five percent of everything in the aggro deck is pre combat main phase. Now we, know, yeah, now we know. Now now you know. So, uh, um, yeah. And the deck was I don't know. You were quite successful, right? Two, two, three, uh, two I don't wins. remember. I. I but I remember not having you were gonna that make it much a top fun with it. Yeah, I was, but but that's because people in the shop was playing uh, lots of rogue decks. Yeah, that was that was kind of fun. Like yeah, yeah, second place was second place was a retreat to, is the band retreat deck, and that was really fun. That I saw that guy really play. Cool. Uh, I don't think anyone was prepared for so enchantments, much enchantments. Yeah, at nice. all. So. Your Dromokas command, well, I got ton of ton of enchantments, bro. Uh so um yeah, that was the interesting day yesterday. I was playing uh what was it? Black green uh black green evolutionary leap deck. So I tried I tried playing in the deck, it's uh it's, it's fun, fun actually, it's fun. Very synergistic. Oh man, synergy is just synergy is the thing in this deck. Like, Hashtag ego. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, it's okay. I cannot take. I cannot take any. Um, what you call it? Uh, credit for the deck because it is the event deck. But that's my. I mean, that's my style. My style is, a uh, graveyard. You know, uh, graveyard reanimation, and uh, you know, using resources, having extra value, in, especially in standard. I don't like the, all the extra value in EDH and stuff like that. I prefer, you know, big creatures just drop everything that turn you win. Uh, but yeah, this is, you know, your creatures replace itself. You have Blister Pot. You've got Sultai Emissary. You have Hangerback Walkers. Uh, and the most important card in the deck really is Evolutionary Leap because it makes every piece of removal just redundant. Uh, it gives you so much card advantage and because your creatures can replace itself, you know, you 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 definitely get the value out of it. Like turn three you can just drop a uh what's her name? A Liliana. Oh place Liliana. Oh man, Liliana is is really good. I I I have discovered Liliana is actually very, very good. Uh, it's a really good card. And we did say, I mean like in the last episode we were talking about the Pro Tour and there was and that how one. Liliana spiked a little bit because of a a little blue, bit blue black aristocrats yeah I, I've sorry sorry Chris Calcano I I respect you but I think that deck needs a lot of work 
that deck doesn't have the punch if you don't have the whirler rope and you don't have the nantuko husk like you're you're messed up like it's not going to mix saying your deck sucks yeah i'm saying your deck i'm saying your deck needs work it needs the smothering of abomination because that card is really good for four mana you got four three flyer uh does not die to valorous stuns uh still dies to every other removal as as per normal but every time you sacrifice a creature, you draw a card. And, um, you know, the the removal of choice right now for big creatures uh, is Crackling Doom. Uh, so you sacrifice you sacrifice that and you draw a card. You you take two damage for sure, but you draw a card. And that's that's really awesome. Um, what's the... Yeah, yeah, so Evolutionary Leap is is really good. I, I'm surprised that card hasn't, hasn't gone up in price. But Liliana suddenly spiked like 50%, just 50% extra. And I, I think um, people are starting to get a hang of, get, you know, just understand like what the power of Liliana, uh, you know, is. Because you can drop a Liliana on turn three and then cast a Hanger Back Walker for zero. And you flip. Oh, yeah, you were you you talking get, to me about it. Yeah, you yeah. flip and then you, and you get a, this thing. And uh, I watched Chris Calcano do it. He cast a Liliana and one of his manifests was a hanging back walker. He just flipped it over. It died immediately. And he got a zombie out of that. So you replace your 2-2 two -two with another 2-2. Two -two. Now you have a planeswalker. And both of you discard your cards, you know, or you can reanimate whatever you want. You reanimate that Sotai Emissary. Uh, to create another manifest and so forth and so on. It's it's really really a fun deck. I have, uh, you know, I have absolute amounts of fun playing it. I I. It's, it's just a deck with cards that that re replaces yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah it, it's fantastic. Uh, and I was playing against um, just uh, Just Black. Like, uh, I played against two Just Sky Blacks yesterday and a, a Mono Red or Red Ataka Red deck. Uh, I died against the Ataka Red. I died against one of the Jeskai Black decks because our first game took way too long. It took 40-something-odd minutes to resolve the first game. By the end of the first game, uh, I had only lands in my deck. That's it. You know, oh, because you were much... evolutionary leaping Yeah, evolutionary away. leaping yeah, everything away. Uh, and I only had, you know, uh, you know... 10, 10, 15 odd lands left in my deck uh, and everything else was in the graveyard and I took out that one card that could utilize the entire graveyard which is called Empty the Pits. Uh, deck yeah. tag. Deck tag. And that would, have, that would have won me the game and then when we go to game two, like we'll just stall out. I'll just stall out. Uh, please don't tell any judges. No, but I mean we'll play game two and then like everything will just be really very slow again. Anyway, um... Yeah, and game day was game day was pretty interesting. I think we went to a place where there were less competitive um, players. Yeah, I think I think lots of people there were were just like testing out. Decks, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's one of the. I I mean, you know, we talked about it in the shows before, having no penalties for playing. And I, uh, you know, heads up to you, Superstar Gaming, which is at Simlim Center. Uh, Simlim Square. Simlim Square. Yeah, Simlim Square and. You know, I like I like the I like your decision to make it such that okay, so you you pay that six dollars, you get a you get a booster pack at entry, and you get a stasis fill uh, promo at entry. Stasis snare. Stasis snare. Okay, this is the first stasis. By the way, the first stasis snare I have ever seen. I have not opened. We've played so much. I've opened a box, uh, and more. 
uh, and I have not seen a single stasis snare yet until yesterday. I was like, oh my goodness. It looks pretty good too, though. It looks the full nice. Stasis snare. I wish they had a foil of this. That would be really, really sweet. A foil Expedition version Expedition stasis snare. Uh, yeah. That it's it's more it's more rare than foil mythics and foil lands and foil. Damn you, damn you. Anyway, uh, so what were what were we saying? Oh yeah, okay. So I mean, the hats off hats off to you for for making the active decision to not penalize players for for not winning or not making the top eight. You know, most 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 shops would would have you pay let's say twice a the bit amount more, yeah, yeah quite a bit quite a bit more uh and you know you get one booster pack for entry you get the stasis snare promo but only the top eight gets a uh, payout uh, and the prices here yeah and the payout is the payout's not that fantastic for example uh we're looking at some places which which charge you 10 bucks for entry uh, by the way, over here in Singapore, it's four. Do- it's usually four dollars a pack, but right now uh, the BFZ packs are four fifty, and so if you make it to the top eight uh, with a ten dollar entry, you only get back three packs. Uh, if you're in the top eight, of course, if you win, then it's fantastic. But the winner gets a lot, so winner gets um, what you call it? You he gets the playmat, he gets he the gets radiant the, flames, he gets, gets the promo, and then he gets like a whole ton of packs, like eighteen packs or twenty packs, or you know, no, in some cases it, it, it depends on how much. It depends on how much the entry fee is. Yeah. And, uh, so, so the yeah. higher the entry fee, the higher the, the entry fee usually prizes to the top, to the top eight, and uh, and and that's you know, when people that, play a lot more competitively. They, that's that's they where you get more spikes. Decks, yeah. yeah, that's where you get more spikes and and stuff like that. so. Play us. Uh, uh, you know, places like I think Duelers Point was also Duelers Point is is pretty nice. The eight dollars, uh, and they give you two packs straight off and uh and a stasis. Are you there. just paying for your packs and yeah, you're just paying for your packs to play because they do get. Uh, I I'm not sure if the shop has to pay for the for the uh games day kits. They probably have to, uh, but they definitely get the promos for free. Um, they, what what games day? The the, the the playmat oh the playmat only yeah. the playmat only the playmat and, and I think the, they, the promo yeah there'll be there'll be a slight cost to the playmat that's okay uh and you know you you do charge extra entry fee to cover the playmat to cover the rent for the day you know because you could have had your own tournaments on that day itself I understand and that's and that's nice like some shops that that do this you know uh, it does encourage um people to play and people to play for fun and that's yeah. that's and people awesome. come the thing is people go to your shop for, yeah for the games and usually when players go to a shop they they are usually there for the day they won't go and play games day and then hop onto the other shop to play something else yeah exactly so you know it, it's nice it's nice to have uh shops out there that do um, you know that do this uh, sort of that have this sort of plan and that have this sort of policy, uh, and you know I love them for it because it does. It, remember, Games Day is casual Ariel. You know, as a judge, you go there and you say, "Oh, are you guys having fun? You guys need water? You want some popcorn? Uh, no, popcorn is bad because you're gonna dirty your cards. But you want some? You want some snacks? You know, uh, you got enough tokens? It's okay." Oh, you forgot your triggers. Let's just rewind. You can you can draw your cards like at the end of the at the end of the turn. So if you can rewind, it's 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 good. So 
what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say, if, you know, if you want a competitive event, that's fine. But uh, it's nice, especially for game day, games day, to have a nice casual event. It's actually called game day. Yeah, I it's, I noticed that game yesterday. day or games day. Game game day. Okay, Singular. so I've been saying it wrong forever. Games day just reads more right than game day. Yeah, game day. Dun, 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 dun. Games day. Anyway, uh, who are the top two decks? Uh, uh, where we were playing. I know the second place was the second place was the retreat. Was the retreat? Deck I don't know what people... was the top deck. I left a little oh, bit okay. earlier. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I have a feeling the top deck is probably just Sky Black or something. God knows. Anything with Jace. Yeah. Damn you, Jace. Anyway, um, okay, so let's hit on. We're seventeen minutes in. We're seventeen minutes in. Our friends were playing. Uh, oh, uh, oh no, man! No, our friends actually, were playing a, a pretty. Actually, both of them were playing. Quite uh, fun decks. Quite fun decks. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was a. Uh, one was go white, go home. Go white or go it's home. Basically it's basically Ataka Raid. It's not Ataka Raid, it's a Boros deck. It's a Boros deck. It's a Boros splash green for Become Immense. And you basically cast... Uh, Dragon be- Fodder? Yeah, Monastery, Feats, Monastery, Monastery Swiss Sphere, uh, all the tokens, Mon- Monastery Mentor, all the tokens, and then the pump spells. You need to mention, he plays three copies of Zada, yeah. Dead Goblin. That is it's really, really fun. good. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Catches people off guard. Yeah, you you turn five like it's it's usually a turn five kill because you go turn four, uh, turn one monastery Suspear, dragon for the hotling outburst, monastery mentor, and uh, with a pump spell, and then that creates like that creates the mass of tokens. And if the guy doesn't have a language at the end of turn four, turn He's five dead. drops Zada and a one mana pump spell, which which Titan possibly or become Im- Titan immense. strength become immense or defiant strike defiant strike or oh, defiant strike is one mana one mana plus one plus zero and you draw a card okay you know how many it cards you can draw from that using using Zaka oh. yeah it copies the spell it, so you draw insane amount of cards like yesterday he was playing against me uh, he drew six cards of the he drew six cards of the top um and proceeded to kill me the next turn because he drew like crazy amounts of the become immense and stuff like that. So yeah, the deck is <laughs> that deck is actually very good. Oh, Zada with Defiant Strike. Yeah, Zada with Defiant Strike equals to deck tag. Deck tag. Sorry, Mick, for spoiling your. Yeah, the guy's name is Mick Mikael as well. So, uh, our other friend was playing, playing uh, Planeswalker slash Ugin. No, no, it's, sorry, Planeswalker slash Eldrazi. It's Eldrazi deck. It's 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 a teamer ramp deck. So you go, you know, you got four two drops that produce four mana four two drop mana dogs. Uh sorry, eight two drop mana dogs. You got eight four four drop um mana accelerants in the form of explosive vegetation and uh what's what's the Hadron Hadron Archive. Uh, what else do you have? Oh, you have at six mana. You've got Conduit of Ruins to look for your Ulamox, and you have Nisa's Renewal, uh, to help you survive. Main deck Nisa's Renewal is no, it's it's awesome. It's it is awesome. It draws you three cards, so you have to look at it this way. Like he was before this, he was playing Nisa's Revelations. I was, I was, I told him like a few FNMs ago, dude, you have to change it to Nisa's uh, Renewal because. Nisa's Revelation, sure, you scry 5. Okay, it's 7 mana, you scry 5, you reveal the top card, 
after that if it's a creature you gain life equal to the uh to the toughness and you draw cards equal to the power so but sometimes you just you know uh you just whiff it's bad but if you use nisa's renewal you always gain seven life and you will always gain that three cards you will draw three cards you have to imagine like this drawing three cards because you do lay the lands and that's you know that's what you're trying to go uh, that's what you're trying to go for so uh it's it's a much better card i feel it's uh it's definitely main deckable in in a deck that in that kind of shell so yeah uh and uh, i don't know he almost made top 8 i uh, i think he made play some play mistakes yeah he made some play errors in the last game uh which i was watching and i was I had to look away just like oh, okay just oh well uh, so yeah that was our games day experience very fun very fun I looked at the Radium Flames it looks kind of okay it's just an enlarged version of is it an enlarged is it, version is it the same art I don't, I don't think so right checking checking typing typing no it's a, it's a different art oh, it's a different art yeah is it foil though yeah it's foil I see it's Okay, I prefer the... I've seen the original Radiant Flames art. Okay, so yeah, I was mixing up the two. I saw the original Radiant Flames uh, art. In foil? That one looks really good. In foil? Yeah, in foil. I wish they had... So, here's here's the weird part. Last game day, we had a language, language foil. Mm. And that was all wrong. And that was just an enlarged version of uh, language... Uh, you know, and the foil of it didn't look that good either. I wish they had done some different art. I wish this art was the normal card, which doesn't look so nice. And then the original Radiant Flames art that you have now would be the Games Day promo. And this looks awesome. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. It'll be interesting to know the idea behind using language as, an, as a uh, Games Day promo. Yeah, not changing the art, I mean. Yeah, I I don't understand why. Maybe they got lazy. It really is the same art. It's the same. It's exactly the same art, just a bit bigger, and you know, I have I have a language foil and a language, uh, games day game day foil. Uh, they're the same. They they really are the same card. Why wizards? Why? Why do you do this? Why? Uh, okay. So, let's move on. Let's go on to um. Some news, a bit of news uh, that just came out this week. We have uh, F and M promos for the months of January to March. Is it no uh, for December to November? November to January. Oh, uh, November to January. Sorry, the uh, the other way around. So we've got three new cards. Uh, all of them look quite sweet. Uh, I recently just picked up my uh, my one copy of Ultimate Price. I'm finally winning F and M's again. Uh oh man, it's taking taking way too long. My decks my decks are terrible. Uh and I'm playing really bad. So for November we've got roast and uh it looks really awesome. It's some guy uh being roasted. It looks like lava, but I'm quite sure it's just, just flames. It's dragon fire. Dragon oh. Oh. Okay. You know, dragon fire dragon fire is a mix of acid and uh acid and fire. So it looks kind of like lava. So it burns right through you. It sticks to you and burns through you. Uh, and that December. one, that one looks really awesome. Yeah. And for point. December, it's uh, anticipate. Oh man, this this one looks really cool. It's a 
Um, what is he doing? It's a female <gasps> oh! female wizard parrying away a sword. No, she's not just parrying it, man. She's doing that that uh, she's catching catching the, the catching the blade with her palms. That that's a very Japanese Z thing to do. Yeah, you know that uh, they used to be they used to be this myth where uh ninjas they would be able to catch the blade as it was chopping them down on the head. Uh they did do that uh they did do that on Mythbusters. Oh, one of the times I yeah. don't think you could actually catch the blade. No you can't catch the blade. Like it's your hands will your hands will just chop off hands, yeah. Uh you have to be wearing protective gear. Uh and if the guy swings the swings the sword fast enough, like it's gonna land on your head and you're gonna die. Uh, but of course, it's really cool. Like the the whole idea of anticipate, like you can anticipate fought, the strike. Yeah, yeah, and then you can catch it and like ha ha gotcha. Anyway, uh, what's the last one? The last one so is January. In January, we were just looking at it and immediately forgotten. What was the no, what was the January a, one? Uh, let me search. Ultimate price. Uh, what's the January one? Anyway, yeah, so if you, I mean, if you like playing FNM, if you like the FNM for us, the January one, I wasn't too impressed, but I forget what's the uh, the thing. But if you like the FNM for us, like, these these two are really sweet. Um, they're not as expensive as um, as Serum Visions and Path to Exile, but yeah. Oh, right, yeah, the last one Nisa's is Nisa's Pilgrimage. Pilgrim- Nisa's Pilgrimage, right. Uh, the art looks sweet. I think a foil of this would be very cool. I do not like green foils, as everybody knows, um, because green foils tend to be just, you know, wa- washed over with the foiling, uh, with no highlights whatsoever. But this one looks really cool. I think, um, yeah, Nisa's renewal. This is the Nisa's pilgrimage. Nisa's pilgrimage. This is the one where you search for two search, basic forests, yeah. and uh, it's got uh, review and put it tap. It's got spell mastery if you... Put one into playtime and the rest into, into yeah. your hand. Yeah. So you look for three instead. Okay, so that's nice. Uh, I definitely want to get the... I want to get one, at least one anticipate. Looks really cool. I want to get four anticipates, in fact. Uh, and I definitely want to get um, some roasts, like two or three roasts, just to pimp out my deck. I'm just curious what um, other Friday night modern playables they're going to print next year well so this mo- year we, we only uh, we only had uh, Serum Visions and Path to Exile yeah. pretty expensive cards on their own yeah and that oh man when, when you do that it like like we talked about just a few you know just a half an hour ago uh, uh, it does attract the spikes which uh, which are good and kind of bad. It does it does increase your FNM turnout for sure. For sure. But uh, it does attract some of the spikes and uh, kind of makes FNM not so fun. Yeah. So FNM is where you try out new decks, you know, or you test out your deck. I mean, if you're if you're playing, ju- if you like just Sky Black, you know, power to more power to you, you know. Uh, and if you want to learn how to play that deck properly, it's good to go for FNMs and play that deck. But people there are just go, you know, going there with cards that they open with, you know, cards that they open from packs or boxes or whatever, and they're just slapping a deck together and just trying it out. Yeah, like that's, a, that's why I draft for FNM. Yeah, drafting is drafting is more fun. 
Um, okay, so let's proceed on to the main thing that we want to talk about, and we expedition we al- land. Yeah, we alluded to this last week, and um, oh man, expedition lands. Expedition lands has been what everybody talks about when opening a new pack. Like, oh, we're gonna you're gonna get your prize packs, okay. Oh, this one's got an expedition land. Nobody cares whether you have a Ulamog or you have a Gideon or you even if you have a foil Gideon, it doesn't matter. The only thing that we want to open is an expedition land or full art lands. In fact, actually, full art foil, 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 yeah, foil, foil basic lands. That's what people are looking forward to. Nobody cares. Like, if you got the Gideon, oh, that's a bonus. That's the bonus. Like you're looking for the expedition. Oh man, I just pulled out a Opnixilis. Oh man. So, uh, so there's been a lot of talk, and uh, the first week, the pre-release week, we saw the price of these expedition lands go way, way up. They're like at three hundred. Uh, I think no, no, they were they were really expensive, right? Polluted Delta at that point of time was. Um, well, I remember one of. The blue fetches were close to four hundred, four five hundred Sing dollars. I think. Uh, okay, so f- let's convert that to US dollars and euros. Uh, XE dot com. That's about three hundred and five hundred Sing dollars. Now it's about three hundred and sixty dollars. Okay, USD. so it's so it's a three hundred and fifty dollar, three hundred and fifty US dollar card. At that point of time, where it came out. Like right now, SCG is selling it at like two hundred and fifty. So there's a hundred dollar price drop since the pre-release, and throughout the entire pre-release, we've been seeing, oh no, uh, throughout the entire pre-release, we've been seeing the price drop, uh, steadily. And once the release came out, after the first day, we suddenly see a massive drop in price, at least a hundred for each. We have, uh, you know, I, I opened the Godless Shrine. It was 120, but it dropped. Uh, it was 120 US when it came out. And now it's, what, 70 something? 70, 70 yeah. USD. Yeah. You know, 70 plus USD. Um, so that's kind of, you know, people were a bit alarmed and people thought that, oh, these expedition lands... Would be rarer, actually. Uh, would be rarer. They would be harder to open. They'd be... Nope, bec- not true. Yeah, because they were rarer and... You know, they would they would be, uh, what you call it, uh, they would be more pricey. Okay, so let's go let's go on Reddit. Uh, there's a there's a Reddit post here that came out a month ago. Um, the title is "He Did the Math: Statistics of Zendika Expedition Lands." Okay, so here's what we know. Maro just said these lands will be, uh, almost as, almost as um as rare as foil mythics okay so this is i think he said it will be a little bit less less rare rare than than foil foil mythics mythics. just a little bit okay so that's uh, exact that's exactly what he said Uh, it's not like interpreter or anything so it's just slightly less rare than uh foil mythics um this guy did the tried to do the math the odds of opening so uh things that he thought he knew uh, which I will, which we will explain in a while. The odds of opening a foil in any given pack are one in six. The odds of opening a mythic in any given pack is one in eight. 
Okay, so once a pack is known to have a foil, the rarity of that card is equally as likely to be uh, as it is to be in a booster pack. So you have 10 out of 15 commons, 3 out of 15 uncommons, 1 out of 15 basic lands, and 1 out of 15 rare or mythics. Which also means that, and this is true, this is true, which also means that if you open a foil basic land, it's as rare as a foil rare or foil mythic. Actually, it's as rare as a foil rare, not a foil mythic. Okay, the rarity of Zendika. I, I don't is, think anyone would mind opening a foil yeah, basic land. At this point, yeah, this every point, other yeah. foil is, you know, uh, foil basic land usually goes for like 10, 10 bucks. Uh, the rarity of Zendika expedition land uh, cards will be twenty five out of fifteen, as likely as a foil mythic. So, it's more, it's more uncommon than. Uh, uh, it, it sorry, it's it's less, it, it's more common than of than a foil mythic because it, there are twenty five of them and they are packed, uh, separately. So um, you might have in a box, you might have a foil mythic and an expedition land, uh, if you're really really damn lucky. Uh, so, um, so he did the math, and basically it got down to. Uh, the odds of a foil mythic so he calculated the odds of a foil mythic is 1 out of 720 okay, which is slightly wrong and we'll explain why and the odds of uh, uh, Zendika Expedition Land is 1 out of 432 which is roughly 0.2% 432 packs by the way uh, which is roughly 0.2% when you're opening a box which has 36, when you're opening a display, it has 36 packs. So that brings up your your count to 8.3% per box. So you have 8.3% um, chance of opening an expedition land in one box. Uh, what's the... Saying that a person can buy a box for hundred bucks. Okay, so the the benchmark now is a hundred dollars. Uh, right now the prices have stabilized. I mean, when we when it was released, the prices were insane. In the membrane, like people were selling it for hundred and fifty. People were selling it for way more than it. I should know the be. fat packs are. The pretty, fat pretty packs crazy. are way overpriced. Oh, by the way. I heard there is only one print run, so maybe, so maybe that's what that's pushing why. up the prices. Damn yo. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it's not worth it, folks. Uh, anyway, so calculating that a hundred bucks to spend on a on a box, you would have to make uh make the payoff from a Zendika expedition land to be a thousand two hundred dollars each land. Okay, so this is this is wrong. Uh, a thousand two hundred dollars. So that's that was the expected value. That was initially. This was before. This was on the preview stream. Uh, so th- you know, this this were uh very different numbers. So let's go to what actually is the case. We know that. So there were a few assumptions earlier, which are which are definitely wrong. So the first assumption is that the odds of a foil mythic are one in seven hundred and twenty packs which is in 1 in 20 boxes, which is, which is a bit wrong. Um, 
the odds, the actual odds of opening a foil mythic is one in every case. A case has six displays, so the odds of opening a foil mythic is one in two hundred and sixteen packs. Okay, when you do the when you do the math, um, it will be because there are more expedition lands, uh, and because the rarity the uh the expedition lands are. Uh, on a separate category so it's remember it's 25 out of 15 more likely that you are going to open an expedition land per case so or expedition land so you come up to the number where it's one in every 130 packs uh, which is correct uh, according to what Maro said so this is in line with exactly what Mar uh, with what Mark Rosewater said um which means that it's uh, in every case there's an average of one and a half one and one and one and one point something it, it, it's it's there like um, one and a half to two you're gonna have uh, one or two expedition lines which is fantastic uh, so yeah that's the I mean that's that's the map so so when we look down when we look back at um let's say the uh the price okay so we're, we're going to compare some prices with full with for the expedition lands and the foils from from the original cards okay uh the odds of opening a rare a foil rare and a uh, a rare is uh, okay so this is 1 in 30 if you so a foil rare is one in thirty six, okay. So one box will always have a foil rare. So this is roughly three and a half, three uh one in thirty six times three. This is roughly three times, uh just slightly more than three times the rarity. Okay, so are you guys? I hope you guys are still sticking with me. I am not following. You're not following one in thirty six. Okay, so foil rare, foil rare is one in thirty six. Okay, uh, for this expedition lens is one in one hundred and thirty. So expedition lens are going to be three times as rare as a foil rare, which uh we're going to compare to the lens. Uh, we're going to compare to the the equivalence of the cards. So let's pick. Let's take polluted delta. Okay, for instance, a Zendika expeditions polluted delta today goes for about two hundred and forty dollars. Okay. Judging from this, a foil polluted delta should be one third the price because of the rarity. Okay, uh, and we're going to take a look. A foil polluted delta from Onslaught is we, currently priced at $350. We shouldn't be looking at Onslaught. Yeah, okay, one. so we shouldn't be looking at Onslaught, and we'll talk about that in a while uh, uh, because of rarity and stuff like that. But we take a look at Kans of Take. Okay. And the foil from Kans of Take is $89, is 90 bucks. So this is uh it's about it's about right. Three times the price. Like I'm looking at okay, so I'm taking the price of MTG price. So this um these uh MTG price takes the average from most uh from a lot of the big websites. You got um eBay, Amazon, um 
whatever you have you have a lot channel fireball uh i don't know no they doesn't it doesn't so seem it's to have an average yeah so average it's an average price yeah for of, of online shops yeah so we have it at two uh 90 dollars and the polluted delta expedition land is 241 dollars so it's about two it's it's almost hitting three times it's 2.6 it's 2.67 times the price which is correct so the rarity and the the rarity and the price are, are are roughly the same. Okay, so and we know we know for a fact Kanso Take was one of the most opened uh is the not one of the most. It is the most open set in all of magic history, according to Mark Rosewater's tweets and stuff like that. Uh and and we are com- What about what about BFZ? Yeah, so we're comparing we're comparing that and of course BFZ is BFZ is going to be open a lot and um which is i think it's it's normal look at uh, look at what's happening right now uh so so yeah we you know we're cracking packs we we're, we're going to open a lot of BFZ so if the price does stabilize uh and the and the um supply goes up a bit more uh the you know the price is going to drop a bit but just buy a bit, maybe $220, $200 for Polluted Delta, for Foil Expedition Polluted Delta, which does not necessarily compare to a Foil Polluted Delta, which is, uh, you know, ninety oh sorry $95. So it would be twice the price, which doesn't match up with the rarity anymore. So, you know, twice the price, twice the price, uh, but three, um, it's three times more rare. Uh, so right now, well, looking think, at these examples, will this is just uh, a price reflection in a short term. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like over the long few, term, few years course, down yeah. the road, uh, the expedition lens will get. Well, well, it's gonna go. They are gonna go up for sure. Yeah, but I mean, while while in standard, while we are still opening packs, people are still opening cans packs for for their uh, fetch lens. And you know the price is going to be the prices now do reflect how rarity and supply are affecting you know are affecting uh, supply demand and the rarity are affecting all the prices. So it is uh, right now it's kind of underpriced, it's slightly underpriced, but I don't think it's by much. So people should. People really should stop. The bottom line of this, people should really stop complaining that the expedition lands are way too cheap because the you know the we've done the math for you. It's all it's it's all been done. It's all, Just co- Google copyright strike. Um, but yeah, uh, you know it it's it kind of makes sense that the you know it's three times as rare. It should be three times the price, uh, but it's not, and so it's slightly underpriced. And definitely, these cards are just gonna go up. The price of these cards are just going to skyrocket. Because if you're gonna buy, get those, the blue colored ones. They are near mint. Yeah, near mint. Yeah, okay, not the so ones with the defects. Uh, that's that's really sad. And there's still I, I, there's still cards with the defects. Yeah, the, uh, I had a friend who actually pulled his expedition lens together and mailed it into Wizards. Did he get back? Yeah, they they got got back to him recently, and then they just mailed him uh, near mint once. Nice, so but does he pay? Have to pay for the. He just has to has to pay for FedEx, and that's about it. 
Oh, the, I'm I'm pretty sure. But the, if you're in, if you're in the like, states, it's it's a lot cheaper to mail yeah cards to Wizards than if you're in Singapore. He paid hundred about hundred dollars sing for I think five or six expedition lands. Oh, okay, that's that's pretty okay. Yeah. No, but when it comes in, because the declared price of uh, you, these lands. Uh, so in Singapore, you get taxed if you buy something over four hundred. Over four hundred yeah. sing. So I think Wizards declared. It, it a lot lesser. Oh, please yeah. do. Please I think do. I think in general when they when they declare the price of cardboard. Yeah. Uh, with a print with a print and then a special aluminium foil layer. Uh, so that would be about fifty cents, right? Yeah. yeah. Some, Even when I buy <laughs> when I buy cards online, they declare the prices declared are not the prices you pay for for sure. Yeah. That's that's. Please do it that way. Um, but please get like um a trusted courier so pay the extra money for a trusted courier but uh but uh under declare your uh, under declare your the value value of your cards and stuff man we are we are teaching people bad bad things but that's how you get i mean that's how you get your stuff but yeah yeah. so if if you have um expedition lands with with the silver lining on the side and if you like to Switch them for near mint ones. Uh, Wizards of the Coast does that. So, but if everybody switches for the near mint ones, wouldn't the silver lining expedition lands be more rare? Then you could silver line it yourself. <laughs> Why would you spend so much money? But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep. I'm definitely gonna keep my my um godless shrine. Godless shrine. Yeah. Maybe if I go to the US and stay there for a while, uh, I will send it back. Uh, to, to to I'm not sure if they have a time cap for those though. Nah, I don't think so. You just have to tell them like you just ripped it off from a pack. Oh yeah, yeah actually, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. Watsy doesn't listen to our podcast so yet. No, no, yet they have their own podcast and we're competing with them. Uh, we clearly do not have the numbers, but uh, we are sure. clearly the number one. MTG yeah, podcast, MTG podcast uh, at home in Singapore, in Singapore, recorded in Mix House. Yeah, yeah, number one for sure. Are uh, there even any Singaporeans listening apart from our immediate friends? I mean, no, I, I definitely. Uh, I went to a shop the other day. I went to Superstar Gaming to play, and some guys sat sat uh, opposite me. Oh no, no, not Superstar Gaming. Uh, we were at Grey Ogre Games, which is a great place. I love, I like I love the that layout shop, of the by shop. The way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we sat down and uh, some guy came up to me and was like, hey, you're the guy in the video. Uh, because, I mean, most of the time, most of the time we we just talk we just, so yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't know our faces. We we sound really good on the mic. Uh, yeah, uh, but you, but we might look okay. like, we might look like, uh, you know, just a piece of paper and just crumpled up. <coughs> Basically, we look like crap. Uh... But uh, yeah, the guy came up to me and like, hey, you're the guy in the video, right? Because we had that video about the... The unboxing. The unboxing of the uh, arena of the Planeswalkers, which we have to play soon, by the way. And we, we promised these people a review. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Uh, any questions, people? <laughs> class, class any questions? Uh, so yeah, um... Just to wrap up this segment, Expedition Lands, slightly underpriced. They will go a bit lower as more supply comes out. It's a good time to buy them if you if you want to invest. 
as we all know, lands are eternal. They will never get banned. They will never get. Are there any banned lands? Yeah, there are. There are. Uh, there are, of course. In modern, yeah, there are banned lands in modern. Uh, oh, Dryad Arbor is banned in modern? Dryad Arbor is banned. Uh, no, no, Dryad Arbor is not banned. The, the Green Sun the Zenith is banned. Yeah, yeah because Dryad Arbor because cannot dry, be banned. Yeah. Uh, what's the other? The dark, land? dark Depths. Dark Depths? Oh, yeah, Dark Depths is banned. Is Dark yeah. Depths from. Yeah, Dark yeah, Depths yeah, is a modern. Yeah, it is a modern. So okay, so sometimes lands can get banned, uh, but very rarely. And these lands are these lands are eternal. Come on, these they hold their price, and at even wo- at worst they are really really nice to look at. Yeah, they're, the, the they're very pretty. These lands are yeah, let's talk about the artwork. I mean, we were going to go into that. Yeah, we were going to go into that. Segway. Uh, tell us, let us know which one is your favorite art. Uh, and we we went on to Veron- was it Veronique Mag- Maglons? Ah, uh, I'm so butchering her name. Uh, Veronique Magmount. The one I was looking at just yeah, now. Mag- no, Noah Noah Bradley. Oh, Noah Bradley. Okay, yeah. so Noah Bradley did uh, a few Godless steam- Shrine, yeah. Steam Vents, um, um, Sacred Foundry. Sacred Foundry. Oh, that one's really Overgrown nice. Tomb. Overgrown Tomb. Breeding Pool. Yeah. So yeah. he did the uh, few of the shock ones. Actually, yeah. he did. Yeah, a few of the shocks. Half of the shocks. And uh, I have to say, really, really nice. Really nice. And we went on his website to look at the alternate arts, the suggested... The sketches that he did. Oh, man. Prior I, to the ones that were that were that approved. Was selected, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was really cool. I Of all the lands, I like uh, Sacred Foundry. And um, Prairie Stream looks sweet. I, I like it's very serene very nice but I do like the Cinderglade I do like the uh, uh, Steam Vans and I do like Sacred Foundry until I saw the original art or the, the other one suggested of the sketches art of, for Sacred Foundry yeah. Uh, yeah. not Sacred Foundry for Steam Vans oh, for Steam Vans yeah we are and then we post it up. and now uh, I have to I have to ask you wizards why why did you choose the 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 roiling it looks like one of the islands from the original set why why was it why what's he why did you do this uh so yeah i i don't know what's your favorite what's your favorite art from the from the uh um favorite art from the from the current ones not the not the ones that we know to so be. i was i was just googling and i i found a few feel of the art without card borders without text so you can see the full the real full art of the cards uh, oh, that was like they removed the yeah yeah it, 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 it's basically the artist showing the original art uh, nice. Breeding Pool it's nice Sacred Foundry is nice um what else did I find Sacred Foundry is really awesome like I the, the foil of that I've seen I've seen a few copies of the foil of that really yeah nice. I think it's also the like, colouring and uh, the composition of the of the art I don't like any of the ones that have black in it because they all look the same. Uh, and I was complaining the other day, like, you know, Godless Shrine looks like Overgrown Tomb. It's just a giant hedron in the center. Okay, Godless Shrine is slightly different. Godless Shrine is... Uh, is that Emra- uh, If you is look closely, Ulamok? Godless Shrine looks like uh, an exploding Eldrazi. No, it's it's Kozilek. It's, it's a statue of Kozilek. It's a statue of Ko- Oh, okay. It, so it is a statue of... Uh, Cozy like, and then it's got a it's got a hydron stuck on, on the, the back. back. Yeah. 
so there's a hadron in the middle and it's kind of black. Overgrown, overgrown tomb is, is a hadron in the middle and it's kind of black. Verdant catacombs. But yeah, verdant catacombs. There's no hadron. There's no hadron. Looks no, like there's a, a hadron. Right, there's a really small one. There's a really small one at the bottom. Uh, but the shape is kind of like a hadron shape, and then it's kind of black. Uh, you marsh at, flats. Marsh flats. You look at sunken hollow. Uh, they all look like you know, and, and the foiling of it is kind of black. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I think it's also the foiling. The process. foiling process. Yeah. Uh, even watery grave. Watery grave. You don't have a hedron in the center, but you kind of have a like sticky thing in the center, and it's all kind of black. Come on, guys. This, this, why? Why? I know it's black, but it doesn't all have to look the same. Yeah. <laughs> You know, stuff like Stomping Ground, like Black Crypt, uh, Sacred Foundry, they've got highlights. Flooded Strand is a little too overkill. Everything is highlighted because everything is white. Uh, it really is. You open the Flooded Strand, yeah, right, yeah, during yeah. Games Day, uh, during pre-release, and it was just so it's shiny. shiny yeah. It was just so bright. Uh, Eric Mesa also suffers from the same problem. Misty Rainforest, I think, is the one that's really balanced. But I, like I said, I don't like green foils because everything is just whitewash. Everything is just but, but the know, lands are different. Foil. The land, uh, like green lands are different. Green lands are slightly different. No, they're, they're still the same. Yeah. Uh, I I just don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they don't make it consistent. Some yeah. of the art has no hadron. Some has some do some have yeah. They have would prefer uh, if, if all of the art had had somehow spot the hadron. Spot the hadron, right? yeah. yeah like, that would that would be nice. <laughs> Where's the hadron? Where's the hadron? Yep. They give like sixty seconds to like, point it out. Uh, okay, so I don't know if you guys have the time, please go and I think we'll put the we'll put the link to the some of the original arts, uh, in our in our Facebook, post, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, and and stuff like that. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I, I actually, it just came to my mind. I actually want to talk about the naming of the cards as well. Uh, I've been I've been noticing the way Wizards name the duo lands. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting better. Yeah, Prairie Stream. Like I mean, I'm surprised they could still come up with names, but it, <laughs> it, it, it really it really suits uh, uh, the colors that the lands are producing. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about like the five, the new five lands. You have like Prairie, Prairie Stream, Stream, yeah, which is obviously you know, uh, you have um Sunken Hollow, Sunken Hollow, which is sunken, so it's underwater. And it's hollow, and it's a it hollow, so it's black. Yeah, smoldering marsh, which is you know smoldering, smoldering is red, marsh is obviously black. Yeah, Cinder Glade, and uh, Canopy Vista. Yeah, it's really. Uh, I, I thought uh the naming. Naming's been getting to, to, better. Yeah, yeah, to the cards, uh, to the lands, to the dual lands specifically. Mm. Yeah, Instead really, of really Volcanic like Island them. and Scrubland. Well, those were like V1 <laughs> name, dual land naming. Come on, come on, Wizards, up your game. Come on. Who the hell? Is, what? Tundra? Tundra is white and white and blue? What? Uh, it does make sense though. It, Tundra, it, it Tundra is, like the like ice, yeah. is the icy, it's a cold place. Uh, that's a... That's a uh, Plains, plains Z type of face. Anyway, uh oh, and I'm really excited for the next set of expedition lands. Oh man, do you think it's going to be du- Do you uh, think it's going to be the original duels? I I don't. 
It's going to be a check lens. I don't I'm pretty know. Sure. I don't know. The the five the next five battle lands for sure. Um, uh, how, how many more? Fifth? No, we can't. No, dude, they cannot print out another five battle lands. Standard cannot be this good. Mana fixing right now, like you played yesterday, you know how good it is. Oh uh, yeah, I was like, actually quite surprised about uh, how easy it is to. To splash that the to, and to have, splash that fourth yeah and color. have battlelands coming on like on tap it is so good like uh because yeah. unlike modern it is okay to fetch for basic lands basic your lands first, first two turns yeah when you're playing an aggro deck even if you're playing even if you're playing an aggro deck because especially when you're playing an aggro actually yeah no uh, yeah it, it's so it's so easy to splash the colors and yeah we can uh. We're gonna go. I mean, we're gonna go back to that point of time where it was Zendika, and you had your fetch lands and you had a uh, check lands, and it's gonna be so good and it's gonna be so easy to to have duels in the onto the battlefield. No, no such thing. This this it, it's gonna be bad. It's it's gonna wreck standard like really really well. Just gonna have five color decks and we're gonna play with the best cards and then everybody's gonna play the same deck. If that's the case, if they don't print five more battle lands, that means in the future we will have expedition lands again. They would want to round out the cycle for expedition battle lands. Oh, God. don't you think so? Yeah. No, it'll be the five, but it'll be the five man lands. It'll be the five man lands for sure. Man, oh yeah, the new man lands. The new man lands, yeah, and then maybe the old man lands. Still be ten. Oh no! How, how many more battle? Fifteen. Uh, how many 15. more expedition? Fifteen. Oh, so really, they might print out five yes. more battle so, lands. So it might be, it might be ten man lands and ten five man. more battle lands. <gasps> no. Would, would can, the fetch the fetches won't rotate out when the next block is in, right? Yes. Will they? When? No, 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 no not, not yet, yet, right? Yeah. Too good. So that will be that, That's crazy. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy standard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't play right. So, okay. Anyway, let's wrap up the show. Um, uh, remember, we are Power Nine Podcast. You can find us on our website, powernipodcast.com. Remember, you can find us MTG Cast, um, iTunes, Stitcher. If you're on iTunes, please write, write us a review. It will help the show a lot. Uh, even though we have dropped ranking by a uh, by a pretty far amount because we haven't been posting up any content for the last for a while, three months, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Uh, right, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash power nine podcast. You can find us at Twitter, power nine po- at power nine podcast. The nine is a number nine. Uh, my handle is at the Asian Judge Edwin. I'm gonna do mine at underscore Edwin Tan. <laughs> yeah, underscore Edwin Tan. E D W I N T A N. I need to change that. Yeah, so you need to change it. We're gonna oh, no, you should you should have no no you should keep that one and then every show will will end off like yeah, you need to change that, but we'll never change that. Okay. Uh and you can email us uh email us at power podcast at gmail dot com. Uh let us know what your favorite battlelands are and if you're excited for the new FNM foils like we are. Uh, so any closing comments no no questions till next week good luck cracking more expedition lands yeah so for myself and Edwin uh, and the recently deceased Nuno uh, we're signing off see ya guys ciao